Hi, my name is Jessica, and this is Michaela. Welcome to JM's Message from God podcast. Yeah, today our topic is building the strong foundation on the rock, which is, of course, Jesus. And for the first passage, I'll be reading Luke chapter 6, verses 46 and 49. And it says, out of the NIV version, and it says, Why do you call yeah. me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They were like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. As I read this verse, um, I obviously, of course, annotated the part where Jesus contrasted a man who builds a strong foundation versus a man who doesn't build a strong foundation. Or in other words, someone who listens, right, and follows the instructions versus someone who listens but doesn't follow the instructions. And so I was thinking about how, like, this whole, like, talk about building a house reminds me of when you play the game Timber Tower Woodblocks and how, like, when you're trying to build a tower of woods, right, you have to be careful of placing the wooden blocks on each other or filling up the small holes in the wooden towers. And once you have built the tower, right, you have to make sure that the tower is steady and has a strong foundation. And because you need to make sure that the tower has a strong foundation, that's how we as Christians should be with God. The wooden tower symbolizes our steady relationship with God and the wooden blocks symbolize the times that we have called God's name or that we have run to God or prayed to God, spread the gospel, and etc. So each block that we put in together makes the tower go steady and firm. And that's how we should be doing with God. We should have a steady relationship with him so that we don't have to be like that man where it says here in the Bible, I'm reading from my... English Standard Version Bible, it says, but the man, I mean, but the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When this stream broke against it, immediately it fell and the ruin the house was great. We don't want to be like that. We want to be like the man above where it says, he's like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against the house and could not shake it because it had a well built. We know that the rock is where we take refuge. It says so in the Bible. So if we can have a strong foundation, we can be successful and improve in our relationship with God. So, yeah. Definitely. Do you have any? Yeah, and for um, verse 49, where it talks about a man who um, doesn't have the strong foundation, it kind of reminds me of a lukewarm Christian because right here, the first part says, but the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. So when you're calling yourself a Christian and you're not putting it into practice, when you're not repenting, not doing what God calls you to do, then you're like this man who doesn't have this, doesn't build his house on the strong foundation and he just crumbles. Like we don't want to be like that at all. So it's very important that we do what God tells us to do. Like he even tells us 
Jesus himself tells us that um, if we love him, we'll be obedient to him, we'll follow his commandments. So it's basically just reinstating that, like you don't want to be this man who he just crumbles when life hits him. Right, and also to add on, like think about it, like when Satan comes and attacks you, right? If you don't have a strong foundation with God, you are allowing Satan to take advantage of you, meaning he can spiritually attack you. He can spread lies into your head, which can affect you physically and mentally. And so it is important that as Christians, we don't become Christians to allow Satan to, you know, throw things at us, right? We got to make sure that we stand firm. We have our armor on and we tell the devil himself like, hey, Satan, get behind me. I rebuke you this instance so that when he attacks us, we don't stumble or fall. We get back on our feet because we have God with us to help us out. Definitely. And for a deeper understanding, we'll be reading James 4, 8. Jessica will be reading James 4, 8. Okay, James 4, verse 8. I'm reading from my English Standard Version Bible. And it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Um, the reason why I decided to connect Luke chapter 6, verse 46 and 49 to James chapter 4, verse 8 is because as Christians, when we grow closer to God, he can come closer to us. There are people who tell us, oh, I haven't heard from God, or how do I know that God is there, or why can't I feel God, and et cetera. And it's like, have you drawn close to God? Like, the question that you should ask yourself is, am I close with God for God to be close with us? Sometimes when God is silent, that's when he's the most closest to us. But because we don't allow for ourselves to sit down in a silent room and just ask ourselves questions, that's when we start to doubt in ourselves if we even have a relationship with God. And I also wrote down that, you know, building a strong foundation with God requires faith. What is faith? Faith is a complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Our faith is our trust in God, right? So we as Christians should have faith because with faith, we can move mountains. It says that in Matthews, that if our faith is as small as a mustard seed, we can move mountains. And that with our faith, we are letting God know that we trust him. And so when God tests our faith, right, he's testing to see if we can hold on to him, even when we don't understand certain situations that are happening. So just like James, right, it says, draw close I mean, draw near to God, he will draw near to you. When he's testing you to see how strong your faith is, that's when he's coming closer to you. Because if you can prove to God that, hey, God, there's this battle that I'm going through, but I trust you, even though I don't understand what's going on, God's going to be like, okay, I see my daughter or I see my son coming closer to me. Let me guide them. Let me push them further to me. Additionally, right, um, I wanted to also say, like, just like how we're building that wooden tower, that is how we are increasing as believers in a relationship with God, which is important because the more that you are able to make the tower go higher and higher is the more you are allowing yourself to grow in faith with God. So that will take you many places, actually. Like, let's say Luke from Christian was living for the world, right? And they decide, you know what? I don't want to live for the world anymore. I want to live for God. And they take baby steps. And the more baby steps they take, the more successful they can get with God. Because now they're in a better place than they were before. Every step counts. Yes, exactly. Every step counts. For example, me, right? 
I was a lukewarm Christian. I knew about God, but I didn't live for God. And those are two different things, knowing God and living for God. And so when my mom would like help me out to know more about God and to live for God, that's when I realized that, hey, I need to fix it up. I need to build closer to God because I don't want to be the same way that I am. So I started taking those baby steps and now look where I am. I can now preach the gospel. I can now read the Bible. I'm not able to sit down and take down notes. I'm more able to pray. Before I didn't like praying, but now I like praying. So you see how like the more that you have faith in God, the more you see yourself changing and transforming and being this wonderful and amazing person that you can be because you have God with you. So yeah. Definitely. And when I read this verse, it talks about it multiple times in the Bible that if you draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. It's like, he'll meet you in the middle. Like, you don't have to do all the work. Like, God will help you too. He does help you out. Like, he's not just saying, like, just come to me and, like, do all the work. You know, he's there to help you. And it talks about it in Psalms too, I think. But um, the, just reinstating that if you draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. And, like, just wholeheartedly, that's the word. And... Um, what else I was thinking about the, what else was it? Oh, um, knock and the door shall be opened. Like it says in one of the gospels, like Jesus talks about that. Whenever you try to come to God, whenever you try to ask God for something, like if it's according to his will, like if you're asking him for something, he's going to give it to you. Like he says in Matthew, like, um, if your child asks you for bread, like you don't give them a fish, like the same as your heavenly father, he'll give you what you desire, what you ask for. But the thing that people take out of context is about that they're like oh well if I ask it and I believe of it like I believe that's gonna happen then it's automatically gonna happen not always like it's according to God's will like maybe he doesn't want you to have that new relationship maybe he just wants you to stay and be patient and be still like it talks about in the bible like be still and know that I am God like maybe he just wants you to be in a season of stillness right now so it's all according to God's will but I feel like people just take that out of context. Yeah, I wanted to include that. I read this quote that said, there is beauty in being rejected, misunderstood, unseen, and unsupported by people. It teaches you to rely on God for everything. And so as I read that quote, I understood that when we wrote, that when we let God make certain situations happen, that's when we are able to rely on him more because if we can rely on him more then he's going to be able to help us later on in life Definitely. so let's say right i'm trying to apply for a job i get rejected by that job i need to have faith right to trust that god will make a way when there seems to be no way so if i'm letting god do everything and doing my part to make an effort then guess what the next time i apply for another job I would get that job because why? Because I had faith in God to do what I couldn't even do. And so for Christians out there, right, you need to learn how to rely more on God. Yeah. Like come to him. He's He's obviously your father. He even said in the Bible that he knew us before we were even born. He knows the number of hairs on our head. So if you can come to the father who created you, who loves you, who cares about you more than these people in this world, you will be in such a better place because you are now placed on that rock which you take refuge in and you are guarded and protected by the Lord and Savior. Yeah, so, to hit on that it, real quick, I heard something earlier today and this girl was saying like, you know how like when you play tag as 
like a little kid like there's always that base like that safe zone and when you're with god you're in that base you're in that safe zone and the minute that you try to like think on your own like think you can do things on your own you get too prideful and conceited you're out of that safe zone like god will still like bring you back like god like loves you he cares about you he'll guide you back but the thing is once you're not in that safe zone satan will attack you and give you all these like bad thoughts about yourself all these intrusive thoughts and that's why it's so important to get back on the base i think that's a really good like understanding really good like explanation about that there are three important ways to have a strong foundation with god number one is to pray morning and night you can find that in the book of joshua chapter one verse eight number two is to read your bible at all times like when you're free let's say I don't know, you're waiting at the bus stop and you have your Bible or you have your phone and you have a Bible app. Read the Bible there. Um, you're at a restaurant. Read the Bible there. Mm-hmm. Wherever you go, when you have time, read your Bible. Also and you can, that, yeah, you can find that in Colossians 3, verse 16. And then lastly, fast. Fasting is super important. Definitely. You are taking a big sacrifice. I remember I wanted to fast for three days and I could not fast for those three days, but I did fast for two days. And guess what? It, it was worth it. Cause at the end of me fasting, I was able to get um, on a roll. So I was really proud of that because I fasted. And you can get that in Matthew 6 verse 18, where it talks about fasting. And if you follow these three important tasks, your relationship with God will improve and come with blessings and miracles at the end so yeah definitely like i feel like people are always like saying like christianity is so hard but it's there's a big reward at the end of it dearly father i pray for everyone listening under the sound of my voice to gain a new understanding on this topic i pray that you fill their heart with hunger for you jesus i also pray that whatever scheme the devil has for them they will not fall into like you say in your word No weapon formed against us will prosper. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Yes. And we will see you guys next week. Well, not see, but we'll talk to you guys next week with a new topic. And goodbye. Bye.